Hey everyone, welcome back to uh, the podcast uh, Run to Discover episode 12. Uh, quickly here with Ben Anderson once again. Ben, what's up? What's up? Beautiful day in the life. It is a nice full, full day. Uh, can't, you know, can't complain about the uh, weather right now. It's cooling off. Some fast times it's, coming uh, up ahead for all of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know. Here in a few weeks, the state cross country meet is as uh, cool as a cucumber. <laughs> it was a cucumber. Uh, quickly, we'll we'll get into that. Um, are you? Will you be there? Are you running Tulsa Run or what's up? It's a great question. Uh, most likely not going to run are, Tulsa are you... Run. I'll probably come in and take in the meet and cheer some some kids on, some of your athletes on, and just get a cheer on call environment. Yeah. Yeah, Jaron Cole. Uh, with Cole, you uh, attended the conference meet for what appears to be a pretty stacked conference, having looked at the results. Well, probably one of the best conferences in the state, I would assume. Uh, can you kind of give a little recap of yes. what you watched today? Yeah, man. So opinion is I feel like men's definitely the toughest conference. Um, you'll see probably – Gosh, the top five, top six teams. You'll get maybe a, a Tulsa school um, sure. breaking the top five at state. But, yeah, most of the top teams and individuals are coming out of this conference. It's a, the COAG conference. And, uh, yeah, you see the powerhouses of Deer Creek, um, Mustang, um, Edmund North, Edmund Memorial. Um, those are the powerhouses the past several years. Um, and they're going to be in the podiums. Um don't really keep up much with the Tulsa teams. There might be like an Owasso or a Jinx, but um, definitely out of that conference, you'll probably see the state champion and the state championship team. So uh, kind of a preview. Some kids didn't run um, top teams. Like I know, for example, some kids didn't run for certain teams, um, you know, but but um, pretty much just fighting off injuries and trying to stay healthy. Um I know, like Andrews Huskies and uh, Edmund Art definitely had a. I want to say two of the runners sitting out just to make sure we're hundred percent. So yeah, um, but again, uh, use of the times, uh, definitely some fast times. Uh, Keegan from uh, Stillwater, um, if crushed at fifteen twenty one, um, he is actually being coached by Chad Noel. Do you remember him from Oklahoma State? Yeah, so he is being coached by him. Um, and I feel like he's done pretty good. Uh, definitely doing yeah. a lot of training, less races. Um, so pretty good to see him out there. Um, nice kid. Uh, and then Josh. Josh is – if we had maybe an extra week before state, I feel like he would be 100%. He ran a 1607, uh, ninth place. I know last year he ran like a 1524. Um, talked to him after the meet. He's not too upset. Um, he knows what he has to do to get – to what he wants to do at uh, state, but yeah, um, regionals will be not this coming Saturday, but the week after um, the seventeenth. No, 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 sorry, the twenty second. So we're um, looking at what two and a half weeks out from state, right around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 29th is state. Um, OSSAA will announce the two regional locations um, in three days, the fourteenth, um, and that's when 
the kids, the coaches will know who's going to where. Um, and you may not be too familiar, but yeah, two regionals and those two regionals take the top five teams and the top five individuals that don't have a team. You know, if your team doesn't yeah. qualify, but yeah, yeah. So I want to say top five, top seven teams go on to make 14 teams and then individuals. Um, so yeah, kids will and coaches will find out here soon. So yeah, uh, Josh Renwell, Cole Ren. I feel like he still ran well, but uh, to his standards, he wanted to run faster. And you sure. saw the results. Um, Edmund Memorial and the Huskies, they tied, um, but Memorial did tie them up. Or Sorry, their sixth runner did better, so they got that. But, yeah, Mustang uh, definitely has some good teams, some good runners, some young talent. I know we were texting, um, and then on the girls' side, uh, but – favorite Liesl from Edmund North is back. She was been injured, um, but she ran 17-11, one time okay. almost a minute. Um, wow. She's the girl that won yeah. track nationals. Um, so she's back. She's She looked healthy. So that's good. She's a favorite. Um, Kinley, the, the kid I coach, um, looked good until she didn't. Um, so I know she had a tough week last week, you know, kind of just doing one big workout before we really kind of just decrease the mileage. Um, so she had some heavy legs. But she still ran well, got um, oh, 19.54, which I know it's not the time she wanted to run. Um, but, yeah, um, she'll be ready. Um, I mean, dude, a lot of JV kids that I coached during the summertime, you know, they pretty much ran their last race. And they a lot of them ran under 18. Uh, and it was pretty good. So, overall, I feel like it was a good time. Um, a lot of these JV kids won't run anymore. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. They can move on to uh, – Indoor track me, if not, uh, kind of just uh, depending on what they want to do, yeah. At this point in the, the year already, I think it's uh, hard to believe that you know some kids' cross country seasons are, are ending, and you know, you start most of the time you start that training in, in June, July, <laughs> and it's crazy that it's already October. <laughs> it's already October, dude. Um, but yeah, they definitely did well. Um, it was a good morning. So yeah, we have a couple more meets and then some kids will decide if they want to run NX or, um, if not Woodlands, I'm uh, sorry, not Woodlands, uh, running lane in Huntsville, Alabama. So there's a couple of postseason meets some kids may go to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, that's, that's exciting. Two and a half weeks until, <clears throat> until the big dance. So big density. Yes, sir. Obviously we love to kind of keep people in the loop of, about kind of what's going on <clears throat> yeah. in Oklahoma outside of just high school. So one of the big races I know you participated in enough few times is the uh, Prairie Fire Marathon. Is it just a half? It's a half and full. Now, I think we have a 5K. Full. Yeah, so but a few yeah, OBs up, up there that we, we want to kind of shout out. Um, yeah, man, I have the results here. Yeah. Um, so um, OKC Marathon winner Bryant uh, won it with the 107.26. Uh, Solo oh, too. Rushed it. I was say, um, like three minutes, is that right? Yeah, 107.26, uh, his time. And then second place uh, gauge from Wichita was 110.34. Wow. So you went out there and, and soloed a, a 107.30. I think he's training, kind of, sounds like, for CIM. And, yeah. Um, so that's a that's a great time, especially yeah. when you're by yourself. Especially at that place. Like, I know, like, the course is pretty lonely. Miles probably 7 through 11. Um, but I mean, he, his splits were pretty consistent after going out fast mile one, but pretty consistent. Uh, he looked from what I've heard pretty smooth all around. No, I believe he did it. 
so yeah, pretty nice. Pretty nice to see. We'll see how he does um, at CIM uh, first weekend of December, and uh, we'll see if he wants to go for that two eighteen. Did we have any other Okies? Yeah, man. Um, Aaron Scherf from OK Runner. Um, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen him run that much, um, but good for him. He did a one ten forty five, which pretty good for him overall. Uh, do you know Corey Larson? He lives in Norman. Okay, the runner. Name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. So he was right behind uh, Sheriff one ten fifty three. Oh yeah, I met Corey. Now that you mention it, yeah, yeah. Me, okay, yeah, yeah. So he is. He ran it. So I wonder if he's training for a marathon here soon. Um, and after that, we had a uh, da, 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 Eric London with the one thirteen uh, one thirteen nineteen. So some good okies. I know Stillwater had a few people go up and run it. Yeah, great job, Eric. Um, marathon. I have no idea. I no one that I know ran the marathon because who wants to run a marathon at Wichita? Yeah, it's uh, not me, not Jacob, not Lopez, not again, <laughs> never <so>. again. <laughs> and to kind of continue with that, the whole kind of theme with this pod is just kind of to recap um, the other marathon that was happening this weekend, the the World Marathon Major Chicago. So mm-hmm. obviously there was the the big event, but on Saturday you participated in the five k. <clears throat> kind of give us a breakdown of the of the race. I know there's obviously you got yourself a, a great picture. Yeah, kind of give us a recap of what it was like participating in a major, but the 5k, what was that experience like for you? Yeah. So, you know, usually when we do go to major marathons, I'm the one who's running it. Um, Mm -hmm. But this side, this side, I was on the spectator side and Bailey was running the marathon. um, And I was, and I decided to run the 5k the day before, just, um, just, just because, Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, Chicago, the Midwest was, Amazing. That was a good weekend. Uh, I feel like it was the coldest it's been for Chicago um, in the past few years. But yeah, yeah man, Saturday, probably uh, if it wasn't high 30s, it was still in the low 40s, no breeze. Um, and, you know, Chicago, it's super flat um, all throughout Chicago. Um, so, yeah, um, race started at, what, 730. So the sun had already peaked. Um, but once you get into the buildings, um, a lot of shade, a little cooler. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chicago uh, Nike event. So they had a few Nike athletes out there. Like uh, who was it? Galen Rupp was just out there just talking guest speaker at many events. Um, so he, he apparently, you know, just did the 5k just jogging it. Who knows what he ran. Um, and then you had Abdi, which he's in his forties, um, a six athlete, actually. Um, he just, sure. I think he coasted it in for a fifteen twenty, but um, fifteen twenty did not win the 5k. Uh, it was a, a heartbreaker from Illinois um, ever okay. since they had that Chicago um, heartbreak store open up. Uh, sure. uh, yeah. He did. He took off from the beginning and he never slowed down. And yeah, Abdi. And there was another, I want to say Mexican Olympian um, that has won the LA marathon um, back to back. He was running it. So him and Abdi just cruised at 1520. So those were the top three guys. And then myself, um, I think I, I came at one uh, four fifty five mile one, which is um, pretty good. Uh, yeah. And then that's whenever I kind of realized, which a lot of people have seen photos or videos. Um, I saw a runner that looked like Central Woods, but I had no idea because he was just in sweatpants, mm-hmm. or tights maybe, um, and just a Nike singlet over his long sleeve and a barman hat, which I know he's not with barman anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what threw me off. Um, so it wasn't until like my maybe mile one and a half, maybe almost two that. Uh, Galen Rupp from the other side of the street after we did a U-turn sure. yelled, 
um, yelled at Centrowitz saying, hey, hopefully you're enjoying the Chicago uh, streets. And that's when I knew, like, well, he's not yelling at me. So obviously, like, I'm like it, has, it has to be Centra, right? So um, I was like, hey, are you Centra? And he said, yeah, man. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. And, uh, yeah, um, I think that's what carried me to run a, what was that, 1539? Um, yeah. And he, I mean, he obviously let me uh, coast, uh, beat him um, at the end. But like I told you in the group, uh, gun time, I beat him. Chip time, he beat me by a second because no one knew he was at the start line. No sure. Yeah, um, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was pretty neat to see all those guys. Uh, low key 5K for Chicago compared to like Boston 5K. Sure. Uh, but yeah, overall 15:39. So that was four races in four weeks for me. So um, went pretty well. Um, training went smooth um, for that. Not injured, not nothing. But uh, yeah, not, got to focus on Route 66 half in uh, Houston. It was, yeah. it was a good 5K for sure, dude. It was fun. Yeah, I bet you had a blast. So it was a good time. Obviously, then got a switch, taking kind of the full race, taking Bailey. Uh, what was it kind of like <clears throat> taking in, for example, uh, Ruth <clears throat> going after that that world record? She was smooth. smooth. That's unbelievable. <clears throat> I they on TV were were freaking out about what she was doing and to be that close, I, I can't imagine that isn't something that sits with you. But I, I would say that we'd probably both agree that her going out at that pace and showing that we can go out that pace and even kind of yeah. hang on, even though it's, she's technically fading. I think that shows that that women's world record is going to get lowered here really soon. Yeah. Cause what she was off, what 11, 14 seconds off of it. Yeah. Or- yeah. It wasn't. So, it was less than twenty seconds. Yeah, I mean that's something that I talked to you about, and something that just <clears throat> was really tough. Is the coverage on the TV was pretty, pretty brutal. I think anyone who was tuned into to Peacock or whatever <clears throat> streaming service to watch the mm-hmm. event when she was finishing, they didn't even have a clock on the screen to tell you what her time was. So you had gotcha. no idea. You knew she was close. <laughs> but you had no idea where she yeah, was yeah, yeah. in terms of time. And so the moment she starts coming down the home stretch, they took away the clock on the screen. So you had a viewer at home had Which no crazy. idea. And then on top of that, you know, you're watching an American major and you're yeah. witnessing history with an American record attempt um, from, is it pronounced Sisson? Uh, Emily Sisson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. So Sisson, she's running the American record, and she got almost no screen time. So Yeah, that's nuts. Well, I know you were telling me, you were texting me, or maybe the group saying, like, the American men and women weren't really um, – I think it was the American men um, had no footage of them, um, mm-hmm. even though they were just – you know, they were minutes behind, a few minutes behind. But um, being here in the USA, you would imagine – at least them, you know, it was Connor Vance and Frank Laura, um, yep. at, you know, at the front um, for the American at the halfway mark. Um, at least that's when I saw them. Um, after that was like the you know, second time I saw them in the race, and after that, um, I was just keeping track on them on the app. Um, so yeah, whenever you know Ruth crossed, Emily Sisson crossed, and then the guys crossed, it was pretty neat to see that on my phone. But um, again, I. I was out there, you know, cheering on Bailey. So I didn't get to see the ending of it, which is totally fine. 
Sure. Um, but maybe you all didn't see it as well or as good as it hoped to be. I, I think I had mentioned this is the difficult part that I, I don't under, didn't understand <clears throat> is they had people with cameras that were the entire race with the American yeah. top men with Sisson throughout her race. So to me, it just doesn't really make sense why you wouldn't at least, for example, on a, a yeah. site like Peacock, which I think has done a great job. It doesn't make sense to me as to why you wouldn't offer kind of maybe even multiple different streams. So say you yep. just want to watch the elite men, you just mm-hmm. want to watch the elite American men, you just want to watch the elite women. Just for me, I thought the coverage was kind of all over the place. And was there any like split screens at any time? No, for the most part, Dang. not much. Not so, really. If they did a split screen, they would show it for maybe a couple seconds. Sure. It was just, I was pretty disappointed. I, I wanted Especially to, for a world major here in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, you just, you want to see more. And I, I understand, you know, some of their desire to have inclusiveness. But yeah. most people who are tuned into that race are pretty serious. Oh, yeah, especially for the people that are, yeah. yeah we have so we'll see, I guess. I guess we'll see how um, New York City is when it comes to the broadcast and all that. I know that's technically a bigger major, but we'll see how that is here in the next few weeks. But, yeah, kind of bummed about how you all didn't see much of it. We probably need to talk, though, about about Sisson's race. She ran yes, please. Incredible. I mean, I was tracking her just on my, my phone through the, mm-hmm. the splits, and it was – it was incredible. I mean, I know she had those those pacers, but for for the American record to stand as long as it did, I think about fifteen years from when uh, when it was broken this past January at Houston to now yeah. getting broken so quickly. Uh, you know, I think American women are just moving the needle more and more forward, and it's it's really awesome to see. I think that picture of of uh, Kira D'Amato yes. and um, Joan Joan Benoit and uh, uh, I'm going blank. I'm going blank. I'm going blank as well. But just to see those, those four ladies, more of the women's yeah. American distance running is is so cool to see. I don't feel like we've seen that on the men's in a side. long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in the men's side. Um, real quickly, women race. Um, it's pretty, again Emily, Emily Sisson. So who do you feel like? How long will this record stay, or who will, you know, get the next time? Like, who's going to break it? I don't know. I, I would probably say I think Sisson's going to hold it for a while. If <laughs> yeah. not, they had kind of talked. This is something they did talk about a little bit on the broadcast. Is kind mm-hmm. of how disappointed she was after the the trials, and yeah, she was probably one of the favorites to make the Olympic team. So I don't know. Two eighteen is. Is really, really, really elite. So she's she was cooking. It was uh, it was awesome to see. And then uh, the American men's side of things, it was not covered a lot. I was just kind of tracking them on my phone, but right. to see you know man's really go for it. I know he probably wanted to get that debut record. I think he was mm-hmm. thirty seconds off. It was still really that cool. Was, wow. And then on the other side with him, he had Frank Lara who kind of shot for the moon and, you know, you got to respect someone who's willing to put themselves out there, even though I think he finished. He he definitely has. He ran, he ran Houston marathon too, I believe. I think that was his debut. That was his, yeah, 
was his debut. So I know he didn't have the race he wanted, but it's always yeah. respectable to, to see people yeah. uh, put themselves out there, even if they don't finish how they want. Cause how are you supposed to know if you're, if you're going to get there? Exactly. Um, another kind of, I thought impressive debut that, that went under, under the shadows was uh, from Hanson Brooks. They had Zach Panning, who I believe he ran mm-hmm. Division Two, Division Three in in college, was a stud at that level. But he was second American first. Yeah, two oh nine twenty eight. Yeah, so that to me is super super wow. impressive to, to debut your first um, marathon, and I'm sure he's got a very very inspiring story. Yeah, well, it definitely helps you know, with these Americans doing really well to kind of just help out the sport of running, um, doing that well. And just obviously now a lot of these men and women uh, are going to turn into, tune into New York City to see what happens. Um, for most people that don't know, New York City is not as flat or fast. Um, I think Emma Bates will be in there. So she's um, a solid runner. Um, she just ran World's Marathon not too long ago. So Emma Bates is in there. So Is there a um, whole running as well? Sarah Hall, um, that we know of, injury, yeah. So definitely some good runners for New York City. Won't be maybe as fast as Chicago, but you never know. It'll be good. Yeah, I I mean that's the reason you know isn't the women's world record from Chicago just a yes from twenty nineteen I believe twenty nineteen because we were searching it um, after the race to see um, when and who had it. So twenty nineteen. Kind of to recap, again, we, we really like to shout out Okies on this pod. Um, I know there were, again, we kind of mentioned it on the previous pod and previewed yeah. it. Um, a great race to Sam Stall Cup, a, a great race to yes. Rick Overton, uh, Sadie Flynn. Um, Sadie Flynn, Renwell, yes. And another BQ, congrats to her. Anyone else you can think of? Um, 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 um. Oh, there's so many of them. Um, I guess we can just shout out all the Red Coyote runners that we're missing. Yeah, all, all everyone who kind of represented <laughs> yep. Oklahoma yep, yep, yep. in the Midwest. It, it is um, it's fun to to see that. Yeah, I definitely want to go to Chicago and run it myself, but we'll see. We'll You're see. still young. You still got time. <laughs> yeah, we'll see um, when it comes to that. But yeah, man, uh, I know. Any races for you? Well, I guess what we should be saying is, you know, you and I, I think we're going to do Houston and then maybe Route 66 half. Anything in between those? Anything before that? I don't think so. I I think um, I think just trying to find fitness, especially with this cooler weather. I know we're both looking for it uh, again. Still yeah. very impressive to, to see what you did at Chili Pepper now. I know kind of probably following here what we're going to say. You're, you're going to talk to Bailey, your wife, about about her race and how she yeah. did. Yeah, yep. We'll uh, add it after this part. But, yeah, um, we're going to talk about uh, kind of like just the weekend and then um, the marathon itself. Um, it was definitely fun to see her miles one after the half marathon mark, mile 17. Um, and then I believe we sold it with like 400 meters to go. Um, but – yeah, definitely awesome. She was excited to have finished, excited to have done mm-hmm. her first major. Um, really, it should have been her second major, but uh, COVID happened in 2020. Couldn't do Boston. So, yeah, uh, I told her after, like, we need to sign you up for uh, Houston. So you're going to 
PUBQ, but we'll see. She definitely just wants to take some time off. Uh, don't blame her. But yeah, that that'll be like a 15, maybe 20 minute. I'm going to try to see how much I can talk to her about it um, and see how much she opens up about it. Because I know um, the last, gosh, maybe the last nine miles for her. And I won't get much into it, but uh, having some foot pain, some arch pain um, a couple weeks ago, and it definitely flared up um, during the race. So she was on pace uh, for maybe probably a PR um, at the halfway mark. But yeah, um, arch pain, which then caused some hip pain because she was overcompensating. Um, So yeah, um, we'll see what she has to say about it. Um, But man, we had a good time in Chicago, which um, it was like a longer trip, but it's okay. Uh, Back here in Oklahoma. And we've got some kind of uh, exciting guests. We're going to try and get a a few more folks to kind of preview their, not preview, but kind of discuss uh, either Chicago or races that they've run. So some exciting guests. Just recently. Exciting guests down the road here in the the coming weeks, and um, I'm sure everyone here we're all looking forward to. I'm looking forward to hearing what Bailey has to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely um, send that out here quickly. This episode will launch here the next uh, day or two, but yeah. And then special guests and all that. Um, you know, just trying to get the audience what they want. We want to not just hear our voices or my voice at least. They probably want to hear your voice, Ben. They love that Midwest voice. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess before we wrap it up, then uh, kind of a, we can do a little tease, little teaser of what's coming um, this following weekend or the next few days after this episode launches. We'll have one episode a few days after. Um, ben, I'll let you talk about it um, since you know our guest more yeah, than I do. I have one of my my best friends on uh, we'll be kind of interviewing him in the next few days with kind of the hope to debut that episode on sunday um so we'll kind of keep that on the the dl until we get that episode recorded but uh really excited to to have him on over the the next couple days and to have you all kind of hear about his his journey i I, i'm even I'm, i'm gonna let you take care like take full um responsibilities in that episode i'm i'm gonna be just listening because i'm i'm excited just to hear kind of his journey from where he was a couple years ago to where he is today and kind of the life of a um athlete but you know they can run 24 7 and be okay would you come yeah he'd he'd be like a professional runner you wouldn't be semi-pro yeah Yeah, professional runner um definitely i'm excited so um i'm gonna definitely think of some questions i can ask him myself on that one so definitely stay tuned in the next few days not even a week um we'll launch that episode hopefully soon after we uh um interview him and uh hopefully he's excited um as we are yeah can't can't wait real quickly ben have you heard of this drink prime i have seen it i can just picture you snagging it at crest yes sir so i um, i've seen yeah, it dude. um Doubt he listens, but our Nike tech rep, David, uh, and then we'll end the episode after this. Uh, he had these prime drinks at the pre state meet and he gave me one. And uh-huh. it was since then, I've that's all I know. Life changing, yeah. So, prime if if anyone that knows prime or anyone that knows the resources, uh, yeah, prime will we'll be sponsoring to... this episode here soon. 
we're looking about for sponsors. Uh, one last thing before we sign off. Uh, yes, one sir. week to the uh, NBA season. Uh, who's your Ooh. prediction on who's going to win the, the title? I I don't want <sighs> I want I don't want your biased opinion. I I don't want to hear about the Mavs. Who's actually going to win the title this year? <laughs> the Mavericks. Um, uh, but so tough. Um, it is everyone. I don't even know. I think it's open. I think it's as open, and I could be totally wrong. You definitely followed it real quickly, but I feel like it's open as as open as it has been um, for the past few years. I I don't think there's a clear favorite right now, but you just can't you can't say no to the Mavericks. It's going to be fun to watch. It will be, Um, and yeah. So NBA season, uh, maybe we'll make one ten minute episode of a just NBA. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone. Um, but that, be, uh, yeah, I mean, here soon, uh, in the next week, maybe, yeah, week, 10 days, let's say 10 days, um, the Red Coyote Runway Mile yep. um, on a Friday night, and then two days later, the Red Coyote Half Marathon. Um, so those are some couple of the events here in Oklahoma City that are happening. Um, so yeah, if, I mean, if you're not doing anything that Friday or that Sunday morning, sign up. Support local. Support local. I'll put those two links on the uh, – um, episode like I've been doing. Um, I did actually have a text from someone saying uh, those links have helped out because um, again, there's like no website with um, many races and links to it. So why not? Why not do that? And so it was pretty neat to see someone text me saying thanks for those links because yeah, there's no resources of a uh, races to come. That's why we're called Run to Discover. <laughs> we are discovering things, dude. We discover many things, many people. But sweet. Uh, ben, I think that's it. Uh, next part of this episode would be the interview with Bailey. Um, and I uh, will send this this clip and the next clip of Bailey to our editors, Harrison and Waverly. Um, hopefully they get back to us quickly uh, with the uh, final piece. Yeah, great job. That was, uh, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Good recap. And uh, uh, shout out to everyone that did Chicago and all the races. And then, yeah, hopefully uh, everyone has a good – gosh – mid almost mid october so hopefully halloween's here soon so keep it up everyone um and we'll uh, talk to you all soon you guys have a good day whenever you guys listen bye bye Hey everyone, this is uh, part two of episode 12, uh, as promised with Bailey. Um, Bailey, what's up? Hey. Hey, uh, this is just kind of a recap uh, a couple of days after Chicago. Um, first off, congratulations on finishing. Uh, how do you feel? Um, I feel like I ran a marathon. You felt like a marathon, even though today you texted me you were playing basketball with your kids at school. Show them up. <laughs> Show them up. You got a plushy lactic, um, which is good. That's, you know, moving around helps out. Um, I, I guess how has it been at school teaching, sitting down? Does it feel okay? Monday was a little brutal, but today was a lot better. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, so let's get into it. We'll make this recap really quickly. Um, so here's a few questions and whatnot. Um so let's, you know, we flew into Chicago Friday, had a hiccup, got there in the you afternoon. Call it afternoon, evening, um, got there safely. But yeah, we did have a hiccup. 
Saturday, we drove into Chicago. I guess I had my 5K, uh, which we talked about in the uh, part one of this episode. Um, not, so let's not talk about it. Let's talk about you. Uh, the Expo, what do you think about it? The, the setup? Um, you've seen the like, Boston Expo. Yeah, talk I about feel it. like, um, well, Chicago was set up, I think, a lot. I don't know, a lot more organized, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was all in one building. It was just all building. in one building. One spot, and, yeah. But I do think that Boston's was a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah, I know you and I talked about it. It definitely was bigger. Um, but Boston, Adidas, Nike, Chicago, uh, some cool apparel. I know you got a few things. Yeah, I just feel like, um, again, we got there Saturday. Right, a few uh, minutes right, after they opened. Yeah, 30 minutes after they opened, you had to stand in line, it was packed. Um, yeah, it was. Everything was already picked over, so they didn't even have the sizes and a lot of things. Um, but I feel like just by talking to everyone else that was working the expo, that's kind of how it was everywhere, not just in the Nike booth. Yeah, um, you're, you're definitely spot on. Those, um but yeah, it was it was a great experience. Um, again, I I think Boston's is bigger, mm-hmm. but Chicago's is more organized. Yeah. Set yep, it was in a good spot. Uh, I feel like getting to the convention center where the expo was after the five k it was maybe an hour a mile away. Yeah. Um, easy parking, um, cheap parking um, when it came to that, so definitely helped out. The only downside was, yeah, we did go Saturday, the last day of packet pickup, and literally a few minutes after we opened. So yeah. everyone and their dog were in line for that. But nice and easy. We saw some people. We saw um, some reps. Uh, shout out to all of them if you're listening. Um, but, yeah, Chicago was a good time, uh, and that was Saturday morning. So as the day went on, you know, we you weren't probably on your feet too much. But I guess you kind of were we – uh, oh yeah, we were on. I feel yeah, like I was on my feet about... a lot more than what I would have liked. <laughs> um, but I was just there for the experiment experience. Jeez, yeah. Um. Again, we took Blakely, so I didn't want to just be laying around. Yeah. Still a mom. <laughs> yep. Still had to chase around the toddler. So Saturday, we watched you run the five k. Then we went to the expo. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of just we just went back and relaxed. Maybe, uh, what, 30, 45 minutes? I bet it was, I bet 45 minutes, close to an hour. Yeah, and then we went We had lunch. Yeah. Then we explored. We went and explored. Blakely went to go to the Scarecrow event. Mm-hmm. And then... And we kind of walked around where Midge grew up in the town yeah. of Geneva. Yeah, it was super nice. We walked around. Yeah. Blakely enjoyed being outside. She got a free pumpkin. She got a free pumpkin. Uh, if Mitch had it, I mean, she probably tossed it. But uh, yeah, uh, it was a good time. I know we were on our feet, but um, could have been worse. Uh, you still did your shakeout mile. She did one extra mile at the end of the day, kind of around, right before dinner. Um, what What was for dinner Saturday? Let the audience know. What did you choose? Oh, we we had pasta. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Mitch for being great hospitality. hospitality yeah, shout out. Um, we had two different kinds of pasta, bow tie and um, just spaghetti. Spaghetti, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. good. Spaghetti, um, salad. Did you have salad? I didn't have salad. That's why. Uh, we had bread. Um, 
No dessert for you. Dessert for me. <laughs> yeah. I was eating like I did the marathon. Uh, and even Friday night into Saturday night, I mean, I guess those two nights in Chicago, we slept. We, we went to bed early because we had to wake up early, um, which was nice. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we had late Literally, yeah. I mean, we were up by like a little after 5 for the 5K, but right before 5 for your marathon. Um, yeah, 4.30. Yeah. 4.30 alarms. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, we, I feel like we got plenty of sleep going to bed early mm-hmm. um, around this time. We're actually recording this episode. Um, but yeah, let's uh, dive into race day, race morning. Kind of just, this is all you. Walk us through um, getting ready, getting to into Chicago and everything. Um, if you miss anything, I'll butt in. But yeah, talk about it, like, you know. Yeah, well, 4.30 alarms, like we said. Um, I laid around for a little bit because that's just how I am in the mornings. <laughs> then, I, I mean, we got up, we got ready. I think we were out the door by 5.30, a little after 5.30. A little, a little bit. Mitch was so afraid that we weren't awake because you <laughs> likely were the only ones down eating breakfast. Um, I'm not much of a eater before I run. I don't eat a lot before I run, so I grabbed a bagel, but ended up just giving it to Blakely. Yep, she had it. On the way out, um, we got into Chicago, got really good parking. Yeah, we did. Went into the Hilton, used the restrooms, and then that's where I kind of sat and had my half of my Henny Singer waffle. Yeah, you literally had half of it. Um, so that's all she had for the marathon was the Honey Stinger, um, and it Maybe you wouldn't even have had it if it wasn't for me bugging you to eat something. Um. Well, <laughs> I did practice all my training long runs. I would have probably about half of a honey. Seed yeah, that's there. true. 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 That's true. All that my stomach could hold. Yeah. Before going to run. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, Mitch knew exactly where to park, where to take you, and the couple of Dom and April that uh, stayed at the house as well. Um, and you guys were able to. Uh, used the restrooms, no porta potties. Uh, stayed inside for as long as possible before yeah, it, was you guys, chilly. it was chilly. It was probably low forties. A little bit of breeze. Not, I mean, you may you can exp- you can talk to it more, but you could have maybe felt it or not during yeah, the race. I, I, I would say that there was a breeze, just like because we were downtown in the buildings. I feel like you know, as soon as like even at Boston, as soon as you're downtown taking that left um you always feel that breeze mm-hmm, just kind of mm-hmm. how it was down in chicago um you didn't really feel it until you were downtown in the middle of the buildings true true yep it was different from like us spectating to you all running it um but yeah uh corral i know we talked about it a little bit after the race and the whatnot um it wasn't too easy for you to no it was talked it was, about it that was kind of interesting after you yeah, told us they had it divided into gates, into waves, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I was wave one, but Corral D. Yep, D as a dog. So I went into gate two. Um, and then after we went into the gate, that's where all the porter potties and the million and five people sitting in line <laughs> for the porter potties. And um, again, I just thank Mitch for uh, me not having to be in the yeah, okay. Um, and then they just like corralled us, like. So to enter the gate, we did have to show our bibs, yeah. and then we had to go through a metal 
like they had checkers with the metal detector. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we were able to go in. Um, and then that was honestly the only time that they checked our bibs, which I felt was so weird, especially since that it was, was like major. a major marathon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were just walking, and then they made, like, I could see Corral D, but, like, there wasn't an entrance to it on our side of the road. Mm-hmm. So they made us cross uh, the street, and then we had to go, like, literally half a block down just to come back. Yeah. So it was super weird, so I just ended up squeezing into Corral F, and then I just made my way. Um, I feel like that's what a lot of people were doing to get to Crowd D. Um, I happened to run into some Oklahomans. Um, yeah, Smokies. Uh, who'd you say? Brandy? Brandy and Rick. Overton. Rick Overton, yes. Yeah, so I actually ran into them. Um, I happened to see someone out of the corner of my eye hopping a fence, and that was Rick. And then Brandy tapped me on the shoulder because she was following me uh, going through this crowd. And I got up to the front of uh, the crowd F. Mm-hmm. And there was like some volunteers standing there. But I just like simply just walked right past them. And I was in crowd yeah. D finally. Yeah, yeah. So I just made my way and found a, um, an empty spot or a nice crowded spot. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I still am wearing my throwaway pants and my long sleeve. Yeah, for it being chilly, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, crazy so around. They literally only checked my bib at the and it's very even, beginning. Yeah, and it's even crazier to you seeing Rick, of all people, just jump in the fence. Yeah, I just <laughs> saw this, like, person hop over the fence. Like, no hesitation. Like, I would have struggled hopping that fence. <laughs> Shout out Rick for just yeah. doing whatever he could. Um, but yeah, uh, believe the race started at 7.30. You, yeah. By the time you got to the start line, it was 7.44, according to the app. Yeah, um, if you were tracking, sure. Bailey. It was, it was kind of weird because I thought it was just going to be like a go. It was like mm-hmm. a, the gun goes off and everyone goes, but that's not how it was. They were uh, separating it by five minutes, which makes sense because the roads aren't big enough for all. I mean, I don't know exactly. 40,000 plus, who knows um, exactly the exact number. Um, but yeah, like I know me and Midge, we parked ourselves. Well, we parked and then I was on the spectator side. I feel like I was more nervous for you to get to your crown and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we even walked to mile one and we could see when the waves were going. Cause whenever the, like the beginning of each wave came, it was packed. The roads were crazy. And then you could kind of see it for a couple of minutes. Um, not many people, and you'd see the next wave come in, um, was it hard for you to do that, like, um, for running? Um, like, you know, it, it was probably, like, you know, maybe the first few miles, was it crowded? Were you able to pass people, or did you just oh. kind of just jog, or not jog you, as you ran? Yeah, it was kind of crazy the first two miles, two or three <clears throat> miles. Honestly, probably through the 5K, it was pretty crowded. But luckily, it was, like, on a big road, and there was, like, a big median in the road, so it was split. Mm-hmm. Like, some runners were on the left, some runners were on the right. Gotcha. So I feel like that made it easier. Gotcha, and it gotcha. was credit for me. So probably people want to know what shoes did you um, end up wearing? Because I think whenever you were on the podcast a few episodes ago, um, you talked about still, you know, between the Vaporflies, the New Balance RC Elite, V2s. Um, what mm-hmm. shoes? 
Nike um, Vaporfly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, as a spectator, I def that's a shoe, if not the other fly, uh, that you would see on everyone's feet, uh, which was crazy. Um, and then I guess we should be thanking you for wearing the new singlet of Oklahoma Project. Uh, Look pretty clean out there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, just in time. I think they were done a f- couple, of days, couple of days early, um, just in time. So, yes, uh, appreciate that. Look pretty good, pretty clean. Um, and you were um, wearing the on bras, which I wish Red Coyote might oh, work yeah. with. Carry it. I think I know you've ta- you've hyped. You've talked good about it. Maybe not in the podcast, but to me, um, oh, sure. and you've worn the Brooks bras. You've worn other bras, but. Um, I feel like yeah, the yarn bras uh, are definitely new, um, and we only have two bras. Once you know, like um, for running, once like maybe just CrossFit, maybe just casual. Um, but yeah, good. That's good. Just plugging in some brands and that. Maybe yeah, go host, sponsor sure. some uh, episodes. But for sure. uh, and right. So if anyone listening, women, wise that um, you know is struggling to find the perfect bra, um, I think Bailey gives the yarn bra a high ten out of ten, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, not sure of exactly the name of it. Um, if we find it before the episode, I'll put a link to it. Um, but yeah, um, arm sleeves for a while. You wore glasses. You did arm sleeves, gloves. Yeah, because um, it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty chilly. Like I said, um, <clears throat> I probably took off my sweatpants and my throwaway top a little too early because I heard the gun go off. Pace to run at the halfway mark, half marathon. You were on pace to run 
323 yes yeah um if not a little bit faster um so obviously me and midge is like she turns to me and is like bailey's doing really well she could probably be q um and then when we saw you a little bit after the halfway mark that's whenever you tossed the sleeves no i didn't oh uh, you came I in just yes over there and chris became told you that and your foot was hurting yep and it was was hurting um so yeah yeah because your paces were awesome i'm like yes she's good chicago's flat and fast she's gonna be running with people all the time but yeah whenever you told us it was probably closer to 13 and a half miles that's whenever you told us about your foot hurting um i said dang it um it's not gonna i mean it's the pain's not gonna go away so i was like uh just you know just grind it out yeah and then we saw you again at mile 17 um, yeah, which, from, so yeah. from 13 and a half to, so, to the next one I saw you. Yeah, I had some good miles. I had some bad miles. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, it was more so, I feel like I was more down. I was basically in tears after I saw you. After mile 17? Probably, yeah, yeah. You know, after oh. mile 13. Yeah. After the halfway, whenever I saw you. Yeah. I was probably um, got a little. I'm more emotional. Um, I'm not really sure why. I was going to ask you, like, you know, why was it because of the pain or because you were slowing down and you needed to get tough? I think it was tough? a little bit of both. Um, like I told you, if it wasn't Chicago, I probably wouldn't have finished. I probably sure. would have pulled out. Yeah. And um, that's how much pain I was in. But um, there was no way I was going to go all the way to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I told you, I couldn't disappoint my kids because they were looking forward to it. Yeah, your kids. My you classroom had kids. The like, whole school of you know, I couldn't. I couldn't let them down. So I um, battled through. I went through mile 14 and I stopped and drank some water or I walked through the water stop and then I regathered myself and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. thought I could um, battle it out. So I had some I had some faster miles, faster than I thought. Yeah. I feel like from fourteen to fifteen, probably fourteen to sixteen, I really just I had some better miles and then whenever I saw you at mile seventeen I didn't think I was going to see you but that's whenever I tossed you my arms, please. That's me. And you asked for your phone. phone. Yeah, which honestly, that probably was the best idea at that point. Um, Just because, I mean, you, if you wanted to at that point, you could have texted me, which you were texting me like every other mile. Yeah, well, I I wanted it for a couple reasons. Um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to finish like physically. And then I wanted it. to see my projected time, because um, mm-hmm. I had lost, because I forgot to take turn my auto lock off, and so with the GPS being wonky, um, I didn't really know my my mile splits mm-hmm. and my actually my time. And at that point, mile seventeen, I wasn't in the mindset to do math. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially so, with my miles to go. So I was able to. Just hop on the app and see, like, if I was slowing down too much. And then I was like, well, if I could at least average nine-minute miles for the rest, then I could still come close to 350. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my mindset. And then, yeah, great mindset. Going and then to it, was honestly, it was, like, the craziest point because I was going through a really rough mile. 
And then um, my watch beep didn't happen to look down. And it was just a, a very encouraging text yeah. from actually from my assistant principal. Yeah. He was just telling me to keep one foot in front of the other and just keep on that I was crushing it. And so and that little text that I happened to see at that mile just honestly pushed me through that yeah. mile. <laughs> do, you know, do you remember what mile that was? Uh, it was shortly after I got my phone. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Shortly after, I think it was like mile eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, and then I know was it mile twenty three? Oh yeah, that was the brutal. That was the, <laughs> or smile. That was honestly the worst smile. It, um, do you take a left, or do you take a right, and you're going into Chinatown, it, and um, there's a median in the road for those people that know Chicago or that have ran Chicago knows. But there's a median in the road, and um, you look over on the other side, and you can see the runners um, going yeah. back, going back, no. going back to the finish line. And so <laughs> it just at that point in time, and in my mental state, like it kind of sucked, and mm-hmm. um, especially I because it. I was struggling in that mile. So I was doing a lot of walking, a lot of walking, mm-hmm. um, and I just happened to look mm-hmm. over and. I see the mile twenty four flat, and yeah. I'm only at mile twenty two. Yeah, about maybe mile yeah. twenty three, and so that was very discouraging and rough. Yeah, so at that point in time, that's whenever I think I take to you and I said, "I'm just trying to get through this mile." Yeah, because that was my honestly, I think I hit like an eleven thirty mile. Yeah, um, I know, and then obviously at that point you were like texting me like, "Oh, three more miles to go, two more miles to go." one mile ago um and we were able to i texted you like kind of letting you know where we were at one last time which um didn't want to tell you there's a little hill overpass uh with 400 meters to go but that's kind of where we were able to get there on time okay, there, was a, there was a couple surprise over like little injuries. yeah 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 my legs my quads were like Ooh, what is this? yeah because you haven't been using any of those muscles yeah. since chicago so uh flat um, but yeah, we were able, we got there with plenty of time. Um, and as time went on, people would cheer on their people and then leave. So Midge was, uh, pretty much letting her way into Vespa and I was still with Blakely by the stroller. Um, and when it was getting closer for you to get by or back, get to us, um, I left the stroller just chilling with, and then I had Blakely in my arms and we squeezed our way into it. Um, thankfully I think it was like a family. Um, they saw their people leave, so they left, and then me and Mitch got to scoot in quickly. But um, and we probably waited. When we got to that spot, we uh, probably waited five minutes. So it was perfect timing for that family to leave and me and Mitch to squeeze into and see you, which we almost missed you. Yeah, almost missed you. Almost missed you. And I, luckily, you were – I know I texted you saying run the left-hand side yeah. right before the sign. Um, saw you. Um which was great. Um, it was good to see you just finishing and not walking going up that overpass. I know. <laughs> and so I didn't walk. So I worked a lot after to mile twenty or from mile twenty three to twenty four, mm-hmm. and then after mile twenty, it was probably like mile twenty four and a half. That's when I was like, okay, I gotta get it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I literally have a mile and a half to yeah, go. Exactly. Like yeah. I've got to get it together. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no more. Because if I'm not going to, right? Like, or it's going to be hard for me to finish. 
So I was just like, okay, just put one foot in front of the other. And I just kept going. It was very slowly, but I just kept on going. And then it also helps that um, when you hit mile 25, Mm -hmm. from mile 25 to the finish, it's like just crowds. Nice. Like lots of people. So I'm like, okay, so that was helpful. I helped. Good. And then, um, yeah, you just... Take a slight right, and that's whenever you felt a little inclined. Mm-hmm. And I knew because I saw because I had a sign for eight hundred meters. Got it, yeah. Then I was like, okay. And then there was a four hundred meters yep. to go, and then you were like shortly after that. No, we were shortly before, before, before it. Before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then that's whenever I heard you guys call my name, and I mm-hmm. just turned around and gave me the heart sign. Yeah, I was like, okay, perfect. She is looking good because I saw um, some okies. Um, for you, I think it was Patrick Coleman uh, that runs, you know, red, with uh, Red Coyote, and he was like holding his, which looked like to be his heart, <clears throat> going up over this overpass. I'm like, oh, he does not look good. And I saw Sadie going up it, um, and she looked smooth. Um, but yeah, those were the only two Okies I saw before you. Um, so it was good to see that you were finishing on a good note, um, even though you were in pain oh, on that one. Um, before we wrap it up, uh, Real quickly, we didn't talk about nutrition. What was your choice of nutrition? Obviously, we we may assume which one it was. Oh, Martin Joe. Yeah. Um, I had five. Five. So you said you were taking them every I so did often? Every five, five miles. Five miles. Uh, and, um, and then whenever I was What about your last one? <laughs> when I was on the struggle bus, I, was on, I took one at mile 24. 24. You never know. Um, I why said, not? you know. It's, it's here. I might as well just you. take it. So I just went ahead and took it. And I guess I'm going to say that that's what let me finish. You, you that never know. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, again, I feel like a lot of people use those Martin gels. Um, if you pronounce it Morton, Martin, um, everyone knows what we're talking about. They're not cheap, but I feel like, I mean, if the elite runners are loving that, um, and it's open to the like, consumers, to us. Why not get it? So, yeah, if you haven't tried it, definitely try it. Um, non-caffeine. Yeah, not, she didn't use any caffeinated ones. Uh, nope, that probably would have upset your stomach, which thankfully, yes, your foot was hurting, but no stomach issues. You didn't have to stop to hit the potties, no. uh, which is awesome. Uh, I feel like I've been in that situation before. Um, but, yeah, it was a good Chicago recap, Bailey. Thank you. Um Finally, it was your you know your major your first major marathon. Um, really should have been your second one. Should have been. You should have had done twenty twenty Boston. This would have been your second one. Which if that was the case, you would have done have done more majors than me. Um, I'm I'm just. I'm sad to beat you. Uh, that's what it is. So yeah, I was jealous. I was spectating, super jealous of everyone. But um, real, I guess we can talk about um, real quickly. A couple minutes. Um, uh, Emily Sisson. Uh, I know also you're running the race, so you had no idea what was going on. No idea. Until after you finished, we finally got Besides to see each other. Besides, whenever I looked at my watch and I saw it was like two, two hours of 15, I said, oh, at least I already finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if not on your watch, it would be, they would have been done like 15 minutes even earlier. Yeah, well, even um, every mat that you passed by, it was like from the 730s. So yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, because there's photos of you. Um, crossing the finish line, I said two hours and fifty-seven minutes, but that was the 
overall time. Obviously, yeah. you started minutes before, or sorry, after. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think me and Ben talked about it about like the women's um, marathon, especially the marathon distance being so strong. Um, you know, Kier D'Amato crushed in Houston. Yeah. She had it, and then Emily Sis and Loki. Uh, when it comes to training, had bad um, Olympic trials marathon. Did she have to drop out? Um, and you may not know, but I think she dropped out. She dropped out. Um, and I know she is a low-key. She just, she's, um, just keeps everything on a DL. Yeah, which is pretty sweet, awesome. and, it, and it paid off. Um, I know you like her a lot as a marathoner, uh, and it was pretty good. I, I think I asked Ben um, earlier in the uh, part one, Do you? and I'll ask you too, do you feel like, Emily Sisson will have this American record for a while, or will she or someone else maybe beat it? Or I think so she'll who? probably have it, um, maybe just as long as Kira Damato had it. Um, yeah. I feel like the women's bill is getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's not going to be – I don't feel like she'll have it for too long. No, because I think I, – I mean, New York City is coming up, right? But it's not as fast. Yeah, no, um, I'm a, I'm a fan of Emma Bates. I was just on listening to the uh, Coffee Club podcast, which with the on guys, and she was a, a guest host for a guest. Like she was a guest for that episode this week. Um, so I listened to it, and she's obviously running run well after Worlds. Um, but it could be until like maybe Houston or maybe. Yeah, I feel like um, gosh. Houston CIM. Yeah, with the races, if not, it's going to be. Yeah, but like until next year again. Same amount of time as Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like the women, marathon distance is definitely in a good spot. Maybe in a better spot than the men. Um, just because Galen Rupp is, you know, up and down on it. Connor Mance had a good debut. But the American, um, when it comes to a distance, they definitely look pretty good on it. Um, but yeah, I guess good recap for you. Thank you. Uh, what it's What's next for you? Like, what? I mean... Um, I think do a little bit of shorter distance. Yeah. Um, I want to focus on half marathon for a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you... Never I, on you never know. You never know. Um, I'm mean, talking about to beat you on the world, or on the majors. Yeah. I need to do more. I just mm-hmm. I just stick to Boston every year. Um, but um, thankfully, Mitch said, but uh, if we wanted to, we can always stay at her house. Love the house. Great hospitality. Amen. Um, you never know about New York City. Um, but, yeah, uh, you got to keep that streak, one-mile streak going for the rest of the year. I know yesterday, Monday, today, you were able to do one mile. You felt good today on the Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, keep that streak going uh, and then stay healthy. Make sure that yeah. foot looks good and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, uh, Bailey, thank you for the recap. It was I feel like it was a good one. Um, I heard some things I you hadn't told me yet, which was awesome. Um, you could I could tell you were like, Obviously, you were invested in the, this marathon training into the marathon, um, and then hopefully the audience listens to it. Um, if you're still listening to this part, thank you guys. Um, like we kind of teased about it earlier in this part one, and Bailey may not know it. Um, we're having Ben's buddy uh, Daniel uh, Soto that uh, he paced at Chicago. Um, that's going to be like a special episode uh, that will probably launch this weekend, uh, but. Yeah, um, stay tuned. We're going to have some few new guests, uh, hopefully each week. Um, but, yeah, if you're still listening, thank you. Um, like, subscribe, five-star reviews. Uh, Bailey, you got anything else? 
No. You're tired. Yeah. She had a long day. It's been a long day. Long day. I appreciate you uh, staying up kind of this late past your bedtime on that. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, thank you so much. Um, and when you're listening to it, uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.